0: Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at a three dollar a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of upstairs studio podcasts like the Childcare Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, The Renegade Rules Podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq, or click the link in the show description to learn more. You're listening to Miss Becky's Classroom. Last time on Miss Becky's classroom. They're about ten foot tall. They start out. With... <laughs> Go on, Jeff. Okay, well I'm trying. a
1: narrator. These, oh my god!
0: These creatures are about ten foot tall. You start out at the at the base. They've got kind of a wide three foot base that. They, they have no legs. They kind of float 6 or 12 inches above the ground. Now let's pick up our story. So we left off. Our crew was headed towards Helica, Wyoming, in the southeastern corner of the, of the state in Laramie County. And Amanda has just drugged Mary Sue and put her under the wagon again where she's strapped up. Amanda has also just saved Becky from a
1: yes, she has.
0: glowing Caterpillar hallucination.
1: You tell us, Sidetrack.
0: And as they're traveling along, the two of them are hatching some sort of plan in the back of the wagon?
1: You wish you even knew what sort of hatching and plan we were doing, Sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, Sidetrack barely appeared in the last episode.
1: (laughs) Because he was too busy narrating and messing everything up. (laughs) You can't be God and sidetrack. Well okay,
0: I will go get another mug of tea and you can take
1: (laughs) (laughs) it. We all know how terrible this is when Bethany has to narrate. So then we find a vortex. We jump in.
0: <laughs>
2: no, we don't. no, stop, no, stop. No, stop. No. Don't listen to her. Bethany's drunk. Still. Go ahead. Can- Go ahead, sidetrack. Sorry.
1: So are you guys For sitting you in that
0: mind. wagon plotting, or what are you doing as you travel? Yeah, we're
1: sitting in the fucking wagon plodding. Continue. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: Uh, bethany's not as good a drunk as uh as <laughs> as josie is
2: i was just thinking i was not this angry last week no bethany's <laughs> kind of a
0: mean drunk um <laughs> okay so so we don't know i guess i guess we don't know what amanda and becky are doing in the back of the wagon uh we we head off to claire she's on her horse what's claire up to
3: Claire is um, riding ahead of the wagon train that is heading towards Helica in the southeastern corner of Wyoming. Thinking, wondering how her town and her county is doing since she's been gone and if it's gotten better or worse and hoping that Amanda and Becky can help her. So she's gonna take them to the saloon that's in town. Oh, and well. Have a few, yeah. We're gonna have a few drinks.
2: Mm-hmm. Becky. And so is the
3: way. Oh, go ahead.
2: Becky needs to talk to Sidetrack and Claire. It's time for a team meeting. <gasps> Calm down, Amanda. It's okay. Amanda what do you,
1: is furiously scribbling in her notebook so she doesn't even notice that this meeting is taking place.
2: What do you need help with? I have a plan, but for it to be successful, I
3: need to know, what do you need help with? Well, we have some invaders in our territory who have been kidnapping people and having them work in the mines, and I need your help to get rid of them. Cool. Well,
2: I took over the dinosaurs. I took over the mob. I was going to take over Buckingham Palace until someone stopped me. I think we can handle this, Becky says as she rolls up her sleeves. Awesome.
0: And Sidetrack, who is in the shape of... Sidetrack, who is... uh, Sidetrack, who is in the form of a a, a raccoonicorn. He's sitting in
2: Becky's lap and she's stroking him
0: okay because she wants a raccoonicorn. <laughs> and he says this this all sounds good but this is a little bit more complicated this is a little bit more complicated than you all may think and then he says and what the fuck is up with amanda she seems drunk and angry has she been into your caterpillars I think she
2: found some of the moonshine and it's not mixing well with her Xanax. Uh,
0: it's a problem. When Becky is left? the is most rational keeping- person in the wagon, guys. Uh, how many Xanax does she have left? Anybody keep been keeping an eye on that? 2? <gasps> Twenty- 25. 27. <laughs> Tw-
1: th- 27. Are are you 27?
0: Oh. Nope. 25 now. This has been a couple days. You didn't, you didn't get through three days with only two Xanax. Or, okay, so down to twenty-five Xanax, and uh, now we we pull into town, and it is it is a pitiful-looking town. This is it's just out in the, a very barren area. You can tell that from the number of buildings that it had at one time been fairly prosperous with the three mines going on, but you don't see any. Any people on the streets, the buildings are pretty run down, lots of broken windows. Uh, There's a couple horses that look almost like they've been turned inside out. They're so skinny. I mean, you see the ribs and they're just sad looking. And the only, only business you see that has any activity is the saloon, the Helica Arms Saloon and Hotel. And you pull up and Chet and Brett hop off the lead wagon and said, say they're heading to the bathhouse. I bet they are. What yes, do
1: you do? They are. <laughs> <laughs> I could her notebook and continues writing her fan fiction. <sighs>
3: it's the best day of Amanda's life.
0: So so, so what do y'all do?
3: Claire is in just sits on her horse for a while and looks around and is total shock and dismayed and a, a tear is running down her eye. Cause this is not the town she left. It is worse off. She thought it would bounce back. They would defeat the invaders, but no. So she slowly gets off her horse and looks at Amanda and Becky Well, Becky mainly, Amanda's kind of in her notebook, scribbling furiously, and Becky and Claire make eye contact and give a nod up and head into the saloon. On the way
2: in, they pass the sheriff, who is monitoring things. Becky plucks that little star right off his chest, (laughs) puts it on herself, walks (laughs) into the saloon and says, Listen up. There's a new sheriff in town.
0: Yeah! The uh, the 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 raccoonicorn sitting on her shoulder covers his covers his eyes with his little cute little paws and shakes his head back and forth, but doesn't say anything because he doesn't want to upset Amanda.
3: Oh that's cute. Uh-oh.
0: And he just kind of does a little, little raccoon noise. Did, did Amanda go into the bar with her friend or is Amanda still writing fan fiction for Brett and Chet?
1: Um, she's right in the middle of a hot, steamy scene, and so she's going to finish her train of thought before she goes and joins them. The Xanax hasn't worn off yet.
2: Becky asks um, some peon, I don't, I don't know who, some, some random guy to go ring the church bell- bells. Bells, sorry. I've... <laughs> The hick and Becky has come on out um, <laughs> to go ring those church bells and call a town
0: meeting in the saloon. So the church bell starts ringing. Only only a handful of people show up. And I mean, this is a town that looks like it probably supports a couple hundred people and maybe six or eight people show up when that bell rings. and. Half of them had already been in the saloon, and so you mm-hmm. all settle into the saloon. Amanda is in that wagon, and she hears a rustling outside I'm and she she opens her she opens her little little canvas window and looks out and she sees she sees one of those creatures I described in the last episode metallic body that kind of looks like two 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 um, those pointy drumstick ice cream cones, waffle cones uh, inverted with the tips touching each other, that metallic body, the three furry tentacles, the head floating above it in the glass orb. And this creature reaches, one of its tentacles reaches in the window and touches Amanda on the on the very crown of her head. And...
1: God damn it.
0: A... A glassish globe forms around her head, and her head detaches from her body, and then under her forms one of these these metallic bodies and the three furry tentacles, and the creature creature moves its tentacle down and turns and starts floating away towards the mine, and Amanda follows. Well played. So what's happening in the bar?
2: <laughs> well, Becky is a little disappointed with this turnout. <laughs> but you make do with what you have, I suppose. What?
0: What, how did the sheriff respond to you taking his job and badge?
2: Uh, he was at the saloon. He was drunk and he didn't really care. Have you, have you gathered
0: that all these people have lost the will to live?
3: He took it like a man. They lost the hope they yeah. scared yeah
0: and now there are also with you a, a eight or ten of the wolves i'm saying yeah where the fuck you. are these guys so there's eight or ten of them they i mean they're all from this village they were just living out in the wild to, to be away from the village and what's going on there the others had you find out talking to them that they'd they'd all they all stuck around because they had family that were taken and what you're, what you're being told by, by these, this, this sad group of citizens is that these strange creatures, um, uh, they're calling them Haculites, is what they're calling them, have been one by one taking the citizens of this town and bringing them down to the mines to work. And they describe this process where they come up when people are alone and they touch them on the head and their heads are enveloped by this uh, this this glass orb, and then these bodies that seem kind of half robotic, half creature form under them, and they lead off into the into the mines. And they seem to not be able to fight back or to to break the control. They've tried throwing rocks at them. They tried shooting at them. Nothing seems to to stop them. I mean, what do you got? They, this is they've got. A few bullets, and they've got rocks, and there's not much else they've got going for them. And so these people are. Well, they are werewolves what's going on.
2: Can't they fight them?
0: Well, I mean they've they've tried with. I mean, what little? I mean, these are miners; they're not soldiers, and they've tried they attacking get, these things. But it's I'm talking about like the werewolves. Force fields around them. If if you get too close, the
3: t- tentacle reaches out and t- touches you, and.
0: And these they things are about 10, 10 foot tall. They've got a lot of reach. And so everybody is just disheartened and run down. And they're like, hey, you want to be sheriff? You want to try to fix this? We're looking for it. Help well, Help cool. us out.
2: Because that's what Becky wants to do. So you got yourself an alien problem. Ah, uh, aliens. These are aliens. These are clearly aliens. What exactly are you guys mining?
3: Last layer? Well, when I was here, it was copper we were mining. I don't know if it's still copper. I don't know if your alien theory has them finding something else.
2: Well, they're clearly using that in their spaceship. So. Spaceship. Because they're aliens. They have spaceships. Have't you Mars- ever seen a movie with aliens?
3: Yes, but not in not in my world we don't have-, have this
2: well, then I'm telling you to tell them that there are spaceships. these are these things that fly in, in space like a ship
3: yeah. yeah, yeah I've seen them in your, your, your okay your world hmm. yeah so
2: so that's what they want the copper for We oh are going to use these little guys to take them down. And Becky pulls out a oh, pocket full of the hallucinogenic, I can't talk, hallucinogenic, Caterpillars. Hallucinogenic. Caterpillars. Genetic. Caterpillars. Genetic. caterpillars. That's what she and Amanda were plotting. <laughs> they were trying, they were, every time we stopped, they were collecting these caterpillars.
1: Amanda wrote about it in her notebook.
0: Are, are they alive? Have you been keeping them alive or you've been like killing them, drying them out or how, what kind of. Uh, yeah, but- they're currently alive. What we're going to do is we're going to smush them
1: mm-hmm.
2: into a goo and we're going to find a way to infiltrate the aliens, find a way for the aliens to ingest the goo And once they are under the hallucinogenic Hallucinogenic. Hallucinogenic powers, Mm -hmm. the werewolves are going to come in, bite off the tentacles, and save the day.
1: Because Amanda's in one of them, so she can be the inside man.
2: Well, we don't know that yet. I'm just telling you what the plan was.
1: You probably won't be. She'll be drunk or something.
0: And so the the town I mean they have had no hope and so this it may not sound like the best plan in the world to them but it sounds it is like a fucking a plan. awesome plan. And so it's- it it they I mean they're all for it and they're asking what they can do to help. And they're they're ready to pool resources and an old an old miner 49er with uh with one and a half teeth in his head and a big beard. He says that, yeah, they really are mining. They're there for the copper. And he can't see he, he, he can't explain it. They they, they uh, work 24 hours a day hauling copper out of that mine. And it's, he, he, he just doesn't know what they're using it for. And he doesn't know where they take it. They haul it out of the mine and they put it in wagons and it's, they're not using any fancy technology to move it away. They're using the same old wagons that everybody else uses
1: Horsepower.
0: Yeah. I mean, literal horsepower. And, uh, and so do you give them any, give people any orders or send them on their way or.
3: Well, Claire wants to know where these spaceships are that have, Landed in her. They're invisible, duh.
2: They put up their their like invisibility screens. This They're cloaked. Te- yes, like a a giant Harry Potter invisibility cloak over their spaceships. Oh. Except oh, here, it's- I'm
3: thinking Vulcan or but it's- no. Klingon. There we go. It,
2: it, it's it's technology. I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about sci-fi. <laughs> I'm just making this up as I go along. And, You're and good. And so yeah.
0: the, the raccoonicorn still sitting on Becky's shoulder kind of looks around and says, uh, Am- Amanda isn't here. Uh, okay if I make a comment, Becky? Sure. Because she was she was yelling at me the other day. Uh, and so Sidetrack says that, that it sounds like a decent plan, except the problem from the readings he's getting might be bigger than just what's going on in helica
2: <sighs> okay tell us what you know
0: there's fucking um, bullshit. i know that i've been pronounced. Hecla is the name of the city i'm sorry but apparently it's helica i have probably said it tw- how many times different ways have i said it that's Thousand.
2: it's helica now because that's what we know it is
0: helica now
1: I was told that it didn't matter what the name of the town was because it had to be fake because I couldn't do a real one. Really? Yeah, that's what Jeff yelled at me about.
0: What? <laughs> You're so drunk. Yeah. Um, doesn't. he says, he says I, I don't know anything other than that I'm getting weird reading that these creatures are other places.
3: That's Claire, goes, Claire goes out to her horse and reaches into her saddlebag and pulls out her, her tech to, to verify what Sidetrack has since she's, Claire has gained all this tech from Becky's and Amanda's world. And she confirms. Yeah. Sidetrack is telling the truth. Damn it,
2: you guys! I'm just kind of—I mean, I'm just charismatic like a cult leader. You're gonna have to give me some actual help here. (laughs) I can get people to follow me, but I don't actually know what I'm doing.
0: And as 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 Becky has this moment where she she wants this power and is realizing that maybe maybe the situation is bigger than she was expecting. Sidetrack says, we'll, f- we'll figure it out. It's okay. gonna be okay. And then we fade out and we fade in on mud puppies. It's the middle of a Thursday afternoon. The kids are out on the playground after afternoon snack waiting for their parents to come. Liz is in the office getting payroll ready so that all her staff can enjoy their second check with their big pay increase on it. Amanda, the Amanda clone, is, is very excited to pay her mom and dad rent for the second month in a row. It's oh. a big thing. Everything is, everything is chugging along until through the front door walks one of, one of these orb-headed creatures and it kind of hovers towards the office door. As soon as it's in the building, alarms start going off because uh, Liz, like we said in a previous episode, Liz is up to the technology around the building. And so alarms start going, down, uh, going off. A, a steel reinforcement door comes down over the office door and, and kind of traps this creature in the, in the entryway. And Liz grabs her, grabs her phone and types a message, Claire, we're in trouble. And hit send right as this creature's tentacle reaches through the keyhole into the office. And we leave Mud Puppies. And we set head to the Dino Land where King Jason is sitting on his throne. Mm-mm. And into the throne room Worshiping one of these creatures.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. No.
0: And we, we zip back to 1969 mm-hmm. and sidetracks. Lady Love, 1968. Time, it's time's gone by. Now.
1: It can be 69. It can be 69.
0: And sidetracks Lady Love, about eight and a half months pregnant, is in a hotel room where one of these creatures appears. And in 1928, 22, <laughs> um, somebody that Amanda cared about who wasn't dead, he got killed, didn't he? no. no. Yeah. Died. Did your FBI guy get killed? No, oh, so yeah, uh-huh. Becky killed the FBI him. guy, huh? I didn't what
3: about? He cared what, about him. What about Becky's second in command? Mm-hmm.
0: In
3: 1922?
1: No, Becky was Her second in command. Oh, in
0: command. Yeah, the, the mob is in the speakeasy, and one of these creatures shows up in 1922. God damn it! That's where we're going to end. Fuck! I'm done. Done.
1: Damn it! What oh. the hell?
0: Thanks for listening. If you like the show, share the show. Unless you're, you know, too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com/podcasts/becky and engage with us. Back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production.
3: oh